Today's show is kind of why we do this and the whole thing, not just Bulls Beat, but the whole channel, because there's so much going on at once as the seasons officially overlap with the start of basketball season. A doubleheader, as a matter of fact, that we'll preview for you in full coming up in our second segment. It's the men against Bethune-Cookman, the women against UTRGV. You'll hear from head coach Brian Gregory, who is on with Ronnie and T. Kras on WDAE, of course, our radio partner, and my former co-workers, Ronnie and T. Kras, still doing great work, and probably because they have a much better producer. I love my boy, Zach Plobner. Yeah, that used to be my job. Uh, you'll hear what Brian Gregory had to say about how the team is looking coming into tonight's first game. As a little reminder, we'll play their win against Voorhees College later on today. You'll also hear probably some women's basketball on either or both of the channels from the NCAA tournament. Of course, that's the place that Jose Fernandez's team is fully expecting to return to. And we'll preview their game against UTRGV as well. And i got to keep saying UTRGV so I don't trip over it tonight when I'm on the call with Bridget Miranda. Of course, Jim Lighthall and Joey Johnston are on the call for the men's game first, starting with the pregame at 4.30. Hopefully you can make it out to the Yingling Center, but if not, we've got you covered with the live play-by-play on USF Bulls Unlimited. It's a short week for football. You're going to hear some clips from the football radio show. Of course, that's coming up on Friday night, and I said, this is what it's all about. Well, we've got two basketball games today. We've got some volleyball later on in the week, and of course, football on Friday night, and women's soccer in the NCAA tournament. I was really hoping for a home playoff match so we could broadcast it for you, and that's what we got. It'll be Sunday, so that was the only small downer for yours truly, but that's completely selfish. We will have the game covered for you on USF Bulls Unlimited. It just won't be me on the microphone. In fact, thank you to Ryan Urquhart in advance. He does the great work for ESPN+. Plus. I knew that he would be available. He does the men's and women's soccer games. So since ESPN Plus is not broadcasting the NCAA tournament, that's separate entities doing that work, he is going to be available to call the match live Sunday at 1. We'll give you the details of the opponent, NC State, and you'll hear my conversations with head coach Denise Schulte-Brown, Sidney Nacello, and Cheyenne Dennis. There was also some great news as far as the last weekly honors for men's soccer and the current weekly honors for football. In fact, we'll start there with Brian Batty. Told you that he was going to be special teams player of the week, and indeed he was. If you need a reminder as to why. Up the near side of the field, he's got a seam. 35-40 into Houston territory. He's got a touchdown. Brian Batty, second of the year, and the Bulls lead Houston. It took 13 seconds. And we know that when they talk about the opposing, the opposing team's kick returner, that special teams unit is going to get more hyped up. And Brian Badee was challenged, his coach challenged him, hey, be the best returner on the field tonight. Here is Batty. He breaks into the open field, makes a cut at the 10, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, USF. 29 yards. Brian Batty put those green lights up. The Bulls have taken the lead. <laughs> yeah, put them up, man. I'm hoping to see more of those lights today. And these guys came, came to play, Jim. I mean, first of all, there's been so much conversation about Jaron Mangum. Then there's been so much conversation about Kelly Joyner. But how about Batty? Don't forget about me because I can get it done too. Returnable for Batty at the goal line. Takes it up the center of the field. Makes a cut. He's going off to the races again. He's got another one. It's Brian Batty. Third of the year. Second of the game. Unbelievable. No flags. Bulls are back in front. He took it right on the goal line again. It may be another 100-yarder. That's the definition of putting the team on your back, 
And I think Brian Batty took it personal that the entire country was talking about Jones being the best returner coming into this game. And I think you see one of the best, if not the best, kick returner in the country here at USF wearing number 21. Simply incredible. And, by the way, love the calls of Jim and Sam. And to tackle the uh, name pronunciation elephant in the room, I know that it had been Batty. And at some point, you know, you see the pronunciation and the, the emphasis is on the first syllable, so you want to say Batty. But I did get some confirmation yesterday that it's still Batty. At least that's how he wants to be pronounced. I'm pretty sure, anyway. If Batty is the actual pronunciation, uh, you can just say he's the best kickoff return in the country, and he'll answer to that. And he was the special teams player of the week. By the way, offensive honors uh, went to Clayton Toon, of course, against the Bulls. And that was a given. If you missed it last week, he threw for 412 yards and didn't even make the weekly honor roll. So he was going to get offensive player of the week pretty much no matter what. And around the American last weekend, there weren't exactly a ton of great offensive performances. East Carolina put up a lot of points, but they kind of spread it out against Temple. Navy got held down by Notre Dame and Cincinnati just kind of trudged along, as you know, in UCF and Tulane. Uh, no offense, but there was no offense in that one. So congratulations to Brian Batty, who spoke afterwards about his big night. Yeah, it's one of the best feelings ever. I mean, opening kickoff, uh, playing against a, a great Houston team, felt like that just gave us the momentum that we needed throughout the whole game. I, it wasn't really expected, but you always got to expect the unexpected. So... When the opportunity showed, took advantage of it. It's definitely a great feeling, though. Big shout-out to my teammates, too, showing love. Coach Scott just kept saying, they're doing all this talking about their kickoff returner. We're we going to show them about ours. Like So we just we took what he said and believed in it. So just did what we had to do. I wouldn't say we really threw them in the blind, but we outperformed them tonight as a unit. Obviously, with uh, Houston's kickoff return uh, team and, and that return that they had that was really dynamic, you know, really challenged our guys and challenged Batie and, and Jimmy Horn and our kickoff return team that, hey, we've got an ability to return for touchdowns as well. Let's be sure after this game that they're talking about our returns and not their returns. And so to be able to come right out the gate, uh, that was just a, a, a great start and really great energy. You know, I really – I uh, felt like our, our fans, our students, uh, they just there was a lot of energy in that game and a lot of excitement. It was a fun game uh, all the way until the end. Obviously, uh, we came up on the wrong side of it there uh, there in the fourth quarter. Uh, but, yeah, I was really proud. I, I think if you uh, maybe a, a random fan would turn on the TV and, and uh, watch you know both teams play, you wouldn't know which one was 7-1 and one going into that game. And, and that's really what I've challenged our players is how we go out and play each and every week should have nothing to do with you know, what our record is or what's happened in the past. It's really all about, you know, what you do on, on that night. And, um, you know, again, I'm just really proud of our guys' uh, effort, um, their, their um, you know, ability to, to continue to, to push through. And, uh, I mean, uh, unfortunately, uh, we just came up short there and just kind of ran out a little bit of, little bit of gas there in the, the track meet that we had there in the second half. You mentioned Brian Batty with two 100-yard kickoff returns, only the second guy in FBS history to do that. Uh, you don't see two kickoff returns by the same guy in a game at any level, hardly at all. But I would imagine as you're watching those plays on tape, not only his return but the blocking, that had to be fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that group, you know, we actually talked about it early in the year. Uh, that was the one group we were a little bit slower getting off the ground. And, and um, you know, I've said, and I think I said it last week, probably the most consistent phase of our team so far this year has been our special teams. 
but you know, early in the year, we just weren't quite uh, in sync uh, back there on the back end, which kickoff return is a lot about timing and, and timing up the, the kickouts with the, the uh, runner and, and different things like that. But they've continued to work, and, and now uh, to be able to, to go out there and have two in one game uh, was really something that I know is going to give our guys confidence, and, and uh, you know, hopefully we can continue that here in the last three games. How about that comment from Batty that said Coach Scott challenged them? And, of course, you just heard Coach himself with Jim Lauk and Joey Johnston from the football radio show, which, if you didn't know, always hits the air for the first time Mondays at 6 o'clock. And then we replay it throughout the week. You can hear plenty. Just check out our Twitter page, at Bulls Unlimited, for the full replay schedule. More from the Coach's show. Again, it's now become almost a running joke, even though it's not funny when it happens in the games, a safety call going against the Bulls. And this is some intel right here from the head coach, basically being told by the official on the sideline, first of all, you guys got hosed last week, and don't worry, you'll be fine with this safety call, and as we know, they weren't. Uh, I'm down there on the sidelines. I was at ECU. I, I I thought that was absolutely a safety. This one, I said, there's no way it's a safety. I was wrong both times. I don't know if my eyes are failing. But what, what, what do you make of this safety, no safety thing that kind of worked against you both ways? Yeah, uh, we, we've been on the wrong side of this uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, the, the official that I was talking to on my side actually earlier in the game, uh, you know, was talking about the one from the week before and uh, that we were probably right that it may, may have been a uh, safety. So whenever this happened, I said, hey, this is a great time to, to go ahead and, and wrong, uh, right the wrong from last week. And, uh, you know, but, yeah, it's – all I can think about is sometimes these, these kind of calls and situations, you know, you go back to the, the throw their guy had and the guy called it, you know, in the back of the end zone maybe for their first touchdown, uh, which is just a crazy deal. But, you know, when you've coached long enough, there's years uh, where maybe you get a lot of breaks and then there's years where maybe some of the things kind of go against you. So hopefully we're using all those up this year uh, so that next year we can be on the other side of it. But, yeah, you know, that, that was uh, disappointing there that with, with the safety. And uh, we were just trying to, to get the ball out far enough to be able to punt it and uh, go. But uh, that's something we'll uh, continue to work on. Of course, they talked about Timmy McLean's performance and the upcoming opponent, Cincinnati Bearcats. So tune in for that. And also, of course, during his press conference, you know that the coach will be asked about the Bearcats and the defense and everything. And that's live at 1130 or thereabouts on Tuesdays on USF Bulls Unlimited. And, of course, we'll have some clips for you on Wednesday's Bulls Beat. The guests on the show were George Barlow, defensive backs coach, along with T.J. Robinson. So that's the last half hour of the football radio show.